0: So, I think maybe the title of this podcast is kind of clickbait. Clearly, Frank Zappa had talent. But um, he never did anything with it. Um, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I was 16 and... Mothers of Invention freak out came out and he was kind of a hero to me I knew nothing about them only what was on the album cover and it ma- painted him out to be this very mysterious guy kind of a Rasputin power behind the throne type of guy and his li- liner notes would you know say "Gonna go to the you know quit school and go to the library and educate yourself and I loved that stuff I mean and I would go to the library and he talked about the tempo of one of his songs it was a um, oh God, what was it? it was a 3-4 beat and it had a special name. I went to the library and looked it up. I wanted to know I wanted to be like him. And that album was great. It had some great songs on it, some great, you know, just great psychedelia and some just beautiful stuff. But the seeds were there of what was to, you know, he was to become. And um, yeah, I used to sit in my closet and I'd, I'd burn incense, I'd listen to The Mothers, Freak Out, and Paul Butterfield, East West, Donovan, Sunshine, Superman, The Beatles, Revolver, Bob Dylan, you know, over, it just heaven, you know, heaven. And I used to listen to The Mothers over, over and over, and then their, their second album came out. Um, and uh, which one was that? Was that Absolutely Free? Um, well, there was there was Absolutely Free, and then there was We're Only In It For The Money. Yeah, I think Absolutely Free came next. And that was begin, when it be, I began to understand s- something had gone wrong. And I'll give you an example right here. This is this is a song, and this kind of embodies the whole rest of his career. This, uh, this song is called Duke of Prunes. Listen to how it opens. Isn't that amazing? I've, I've, I just, I remember the first time it came on, I thought, God, this is beautiful. It was just so mysterious and luscious and dark and I dunno, there was something about it that the whole tonality and the and then all of a sudden it it, it went to this. I I just, when I first heard it, I couldn't believe it because it started off with such beauty. And then this, you know, kind of fake, I don't know, operatic singing. A moonbeam through the prune in June reveals your chest. I see your lovely beans. And in that magic go-kart, I bite your neck. I mean, come on. I'll play what comes next, it's just, it gets worse. The cheese are- album just keeps getting worse and worse and the next album was worse the next album was we were only we were only in it for the money and had the album it was a spoof of sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band um, album cover and he's standing there with his ugly mustache and little soul patch that he always had and uh in a schoolgirl dress um, but you know it's like he with that piece of music he he wanted to show what he could do and then and then crap on it and and therefore crap on the listener and I know people that think he's you know a genius and they just worship him well I, to me it's a form of masochism. I mean let's look at his um album titles where where is it? I had it queued up here. Uh, song titles from... What's this? Okay, wait a minute. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. Song titles uh, from Whirling in for the Money. Are you hung up? Who needs the Peace Corps? Concentration moon. Mom and dad, telephone conversation. Bow tie, daddy. Harry, you're a beast. What's the ugliest part of your body? Remember that? What's the ugliest part of your body? What's the ugliest part of your body? Some say your nose. Some say your toes. I think it's your mind. What kind of, I mean, come on. Then it goes to uh, Absolutely Free, Flower Punk, Hot Poop, Nasal Retentive callio- Calliope Music, Let's Make the Water Turn Black, The Idiot Bastard Son, Take Your Clothes Off When You Dance. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that one what's the ugliest part of your body reprise and uh, the chrome-plated megaphone of destiny but the album was just more the same just insulting little snippets uh, things that lasted a you know a minute and a half 49 seconds 34 seconds of just this and that and and it never went anywhere um and i you know uh I think cuz he was an angry man. And also I think I have to say it, a coward. He didn't he couldn't commit to trying to create a work of beauty all the way through. You know, it's easy to you know, anybody can be edgy or dark, you know, edgy or or, or satirical, or, you know, uh, tongue-in-cheek. I mean, he's obviously tongue-in-cheek. A moonbeam through the prune in June reveals your chest. And in that magical, I see your beans. <laughs> Whatever it was. God, come on. I mean, who would name his children Dweezel, and Moon Unit. I mean, it's just its just bullshit. I'm sorry. He didn't like David Bowie either because uh, Bowie was <laughs> trying to poach his guitarist, Adrian Ballou. And I guess Zappa came over to the table and kept calling David uh, Captain Tom. Captain Tom. Uh, Adrian Ballou did a tour and I think he played think, one or two albums of Bowie's. Uh, but um, you know, um, I just you know that first album, Mothers of Invention, Freak Out, had such great stuff on it. Um, I did read his autobiography once, and you know he he was an angry man. He was he's a kind of he was mercilessly teased in high school. He was the oddball in in San Fernando, San Fernando Valley. In the late 50s and early 60s, you know, I mean, it it totally warped his mind. And um, I'm sure he was just absolutely the smartest kid in the school. I mean, Zappa did some good stuff. He had a label, he helped Captain Beef already to the GTOs and all that stuff. But I wish he had, you know, really worked to. Create some beautiful work, and I've I've looked actually. I before I recorded this, I actually went and looked. And I tried to find something wasn't just tongue in cheek. You know, I mean, he, he I, in his autobiography also he, he referred to musicians as mechanics. He had really no respect for them either, and he only respected the composer, who was him. And you know, he didn't like his audience. Didn't like rock journalism. He said most rock journalism is people who can't write, interviewing people who can't talk for people who can't read. I, uh, you know, I just, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I, he had talent, but talent is, I mean, he he had the talent to keep going. I mean, create, he built an audience. Good for him. But I just. I wish he tried to do something real. I think I've said everything I wanted to say. They say, don't speak ill of the dead, and I don't know why that is. Um, I mean, too late now, isn't it? This is Knox riding the wild bubble with you forever.